0: Welcome to WARN Radio, with your hosts, The Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening.
1: Greetings in the name of the Lord, and welcome to WARN Radio. This is Tower, I'm here with The Watchman, and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Warn Radio is now on the following platforms: Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Podcast. Don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and DanaGlenSmith.com. The sons of God trust in Him, our Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, to the glory of our Father and great God. We have notable examples of trusting God for refuge, protection, and promise. Bowing to Baal uncleanness, bowing the knee to Baal or allow it uh, or Owing allegiance to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords is a choice any person must make. Laughing or ignoring this is dangerous to your soul. Servant-Disciple He is not above his master. Servant-Disciple One of the the common themes in the Gospel end-of-days scenario is Trouble Worldwide. Matthew chapter 24 warns we are not to be deceived. And don't miss these posts. They are the latest on warn-usa.com. Prophetic global upheal assimilation, classic at Warren Radio. Prophetic global upheaval can be seen and felt here in America as division sweeps the nation amid bitterness and hate the trust level is at zero ascendancy of the vilest men shall not prevail forever the, this ascendancy of the vile and corrupt bring with it a connotation in the Hebrew of trembling terror House Divided, Fighting God, The Kingdom War, Part 3 on Sound the Shofar. House Divided describes the kingdom war. This week in Part 3, we visit the Apostle Paul as he is brought before the council. In addition, this is our Lord who tells those watching that a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. Everything was okay, or so they thought. A truth so unbelievable, it took a miracle to fight back. Don't miss The Rising. The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of the rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. You can get your copy of "The Rising on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus and Robertson, and the, e- the Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com, And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight?
0: Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good.
1: Yeah. it's Greetings, Dana. What's going on?
0: Well, snow.
1: Yes, and lots of it.
0: We had just enough nice weather to want spring.
1: <laughs> but not yet.
0: I don't know if it's still snowing or not.
1: It was a minute ago. It's, really, it's still really coming down.
0: Hmm. Well, if you would like some snow, we've got a good price on snow today. <laughs> we have got a new fresh load of snow. And all you have to do is buy some of our special snow.
1: It should probably be water by the time we shipped it out.
0: Well, if it does melt, just remember, you can take a bath in it. You can wash your pet in it or you can drink it. And we'll try not to give you any yellow snow.
1: Tina. So, anyway, here we are on Wednesday, the 22nd of March.
0: Yeah, can you believe that? You got
1: two days past the official day of spring. I think. I don't know. I don't care. And I it's think winter. That. Yes.
0: Well, not really, because this is, we can tell the difference. This is a spring storm.
1: We know it's not going to last. Nope. It's going to be warm.
0: Yeah. Matter of fact, through most of the day, it was supposed to snow, and it didn't tell tonight. Well, at any rate, you're not listening here to find out how our weather's doing. But we threw that in for nothing, okay? That is just free. Free information from our neck of the woods. Biden is still uh, in the White House, as is Obama and a few others.
1: Yeah, I think it's more Obama running things than Biden.
0: And let's see. Yeah, everything's a mess. And there is hope. And... Uh, Today, running around the internet, yeah, the revival was still going on in a lot of areas.
1: That's good.
0: Yeah, it was. And uh, the patriots in a lot of different areas are still patriots, and they're patriotic, and they love Trump. So, And Trump's already figured out the solution uh, to win America back.
1: And make it great again. Yeah,
0: I've seen him. I, I don't know. I was thinking it was a four-step process. At any rate, he has a certain thing to get that done. So, at any rate, up front, we're going to be talking about the Servant Disciple. <coughs> so, uh, let's see here. This is on com, And... Uh, you know, if you're a Christian you get into the Gospels a lot, you you know this. Now, the main part of the uh, <clears throat> the Scripture comes out of chapter 15 of John, a great chapter. But as we look at the servant disciple, we also look at the end of days. And this is on com. So all you have to do is go on over there. And you'll find this article. One of the common themes in the gospel, however, and that's the end of days gospel, is one word, trouble. Now that word trouble goes with another word, worldwide. (laughs) Trouble worldwide.
1: Oh, it is. So yeah. if
0: you're having trouble, you know, in Mexico and you want to come to America, guess what? We got tr- <laughs> trouble, too. You know, we've got Biden there trying to rescue us. You know, that's like going to a fire and throwing out a short rope, you know, from or, the window and you're trying or to escape. pouring
1: gas on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, it is uh, one of those things. So in Matthew 24... Many of you are well aware of Matthew 24. But the one thing that I think is very pertinent is we are not to be deceived. And and part of that deception is knowing that God is able to work things out. And, uh, you know, the majority of Christians are still here. The pre-trib rapture has not occurred yet. And, of course, uh, then there's the mid-trib and the post-trib. So, at any rate, we're all still here, and the world is looking like it's going into the uh, main throes of the tribulation. But a lot of that can really get kind of, uh, you know, one of those things, seem worse than it really is. And so, not only the chaos of wars are we going to see, chaos between the nations, where we're at right now. and, And, of course, you can throw in China, Russia, Ukraine, and America... Along with the whole of the EU, and uh, also you can throw in the United Nations and uh, NATO. So <laughs> you know, pretty much that that fits most of the most of the world. You know, I mean, there's still a lot left, but that'll be enough to blow up the Earth right there. And, of course, they're all wanting, including Iran. They're all going to have atomic weapons. Then you add on to that natural disasters, famines, pestilences, and earthquakes. Just to name a couple of things, okay? I'm not going to name them all. I don't want you to get depressed. And if you look closely... In the Gospels. When you look at them in Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark 13, these things that I just mentioned are called the beginning of sorrows. So if these are the beginning of sorrows, then there's the fullness of the sorrows. So the servant disciple, you know, we we follow the news, you know, riots, you know, remember there was riots in Hong Kong and there were riots in Iran uh, and in our persecution, our advocacy for the persecution church, which is the one we're doing right now, you know, we find out of a lot of things the murder of Christians especially in one of the roughest places is Nigeria and in uh, Pakistan and India I mean that you could probably put all of Africa the Middle East Iran you know and so In America, we saw the impeachment of President Trump and uh, morbid hate that came from a lot of the liberals and wokes okayed by the Democratic Party. And so what we're setting up here is if you're a servant disciple, you have a lot of work to do. And one of the things about this, you know, we try to do is when we get some new articles in, I, you know, and we don't get them in, I write them, okay? So, but we have scores of articles regarding the middle, uh, the end of days. And uh, this one is one of the ones that will take you through that and through the end of days at the same time. And I think the biggest thing is here, you do not know what hour your Lord is going to come. And be ready, because in an hour that you think not, the Son of Man is going to come. And blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he comes, shall find doing. Now, these are some of the main parts that we're going to cover, that, that the article covers. And so be sure to go to danaglennsmith.com and look for the Servant Disciple. He is not above his master. And while you're over on Dana Glenn Smith, check out my book, The Rising. The Rising Details that Take Over America. And it was written by myself, the watchman Dana G. Smith. Be sure to check it out. Get a copy of the book. Tell your friends about it. The Rising. It's both prophetic and biblical. And it also pertains to what has happened in America and what is happening. And...
1: uh, I think it's a fun, enjoyable read.
0: It's by Life Rich Publishing, so check it out. And don't forget to check out the other books we have there as well as all the articles. And we also have warn-usa.com where we have an endless supply of teachings and uh, audio series for you to listen to. Check these out. And uh, that is The Servant is Not Above His Master, This is one of our featured articles uh, today. So check it out. And we do have another one here. Now uh, Tower is going to read this. And we're going to have a short thing to talk about it. Because it's, again, this is our advocacy. So are you ready?
1: Yes, this is a letter we received from persecution.org or International Christian Concern. Dear Dana, Persecution ministry, as the name implies, is often filled with heartbreak and loss, but it can also be a place to proclaim victory when when all seemed hopeless. We recently celebrated the release of two Christian prisoners in Algeria, The two men, whose names are withheld for security reasons, were arrested and imprisoned for producing Christian radio and TV programs. They were arrested on Christmas Eve and have since been sitting in jail. We supplied their families, one expecting a baby, with necessities because they had no means of support. Meanwhile, our advocacy team worked on their case behind the scenes with U.S. government officials, sharing information about the prisoners and other persecuted Christians in Algeria. They are now reunited with their families. Praise the Lord. There were so many people praying for them, and our staff and others worked tirelessly on their behalf. This this success is a prime example of each branch of International Christian Concern working together. Assistance provided immediate aid to their families, advocacy worked with top level officials to to pressure the Algerian government for their release and awareness shared about their case to rally prayers and an audience. None of those None of this would be possible without the sacrifices of our friends and supporters like you. Please join us in thanking the Lord for this success. God bless you. Amen, Dana. That is just wonderful to hear. That it's good news.
0: Yeah, it is. And we recently covered uh, uh, the release of a young man that years ago we talked about. And he's been in jail ever since.
1: Yeah, in Iran. Yeah. Yosef Narkadani. Yeah. I think that's how you say I'm not sure. I don't think I pronounced his last name right.
0: But, uh, and that is his original name. Yeah. That's what he's always been known by. But we do track these individuals. We We do keep track of them over the years. And uh, just like uh, the president, Jeff King of International Christian Concern, points out, is that there's a lot of people work behind the scenes now, even the American Civil, uh, American, uh, the AC, uh, the American Center for Law and Justice.
1: American Center for Law and Justice?
0: Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. And Jay Seculo and his team—they also work overseas, but right now they're working overtime. Um, and uh, and they're trying to fight all the things that are happening in America. There is literal millions upon millions upon millions of dollars flowing into America today to change our laws and to change America into a socialist state, a godless state. The problem with that, we've got a lot of Christians here, a lot of churches. And so it is a fight right now. And so every day is an important day because... If, if we let this thing go, the people that are fighting to take the traditional American, destroy it, they will destroy this country and create a country that you would never recognize. And along with it, the rights of Christians would be thrown out the window. And, uh, you know, that would stop the money supply that people that Americans have because, you know, they're able to make a living and supply money to people like the International Christian Concern and others. And so, Tower, I think that's one of the biggest things that, you know, I think one of the biggest threats I think there is.
1: Yeah. It's, um, it's scary to think about that. Not being able to help people.
0: And so who
1: desperately need it. I like this verse that uh Jeff King put on the letter. He upholds the cause of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. That's Psalm one forty six seven. I like that.
0: Yeah. And so these programs that we do are directed to the oppressed, to the believers. And uh, there is a big, there's a lot of money and a lot of people involved in sending out, caring for the benevolence programs that flow out of America to help the persecuted church and other groups. And uh, if this thing, you know, falls, then you're not gonna see anything come out of this nation. Not like it was. So uh, we believe the Lord is able to move and the Lord has given us many victories in this fight but we're a long ways from over. And so we labor as unto the Lord, but there are many issues facing America just to keep it going in the right direction. Now, this one, we... uh, This is news that's been found, uh, you know, for some time ago. This is from faithwire.com, but a lot of people covered it. And I'm just using it as a basis for some facts and information. But uh, do you remember when this happened, this missing teen who had been locked in a shed?
1: Yeah, just last week.
0: And she wasn't very old, 13 years old
1: yeah just a baby
0: and the guy that did it they caught him too
1: yeah she would she'd been kidnapped, taken a thousand miles from her home, and he was thirty four years old.
0: And she was reportedly encouraged online to leave her home. And she was later allegedly picked up by the accused and brought to North Carolina. And so they, the authorities, believe this is a case of grooming and then enticing them. Then before you know it, they're used, uh, you know... In the harlot, uh, you In know, sex trafficking. Sex trafficking.
1: Her mother said she was, she was heartbroken. She thought she'd never see her little girl again. And um, the girl and her mother cried, and the mother told her she was sorry for not being more involved with her and and she knew there was a chance she'd never see her girl again.
0: At 6 p.m. on Friday, March 10th, the Davidson County Sheriff's Office was contacted by a special agent with the Texas FBI violent crime task force in reference to a missing 13-year-old female. Dallas Police Department was investigating a missing juvenile with the FBI's assistance. And they were able to discover that the juvenile had been communicating with an adult male through a social media chat platform. And they did find the young girl and got her back with her mother. But this just tells you the kind of people we have here today. And with Biden and the Democrats not really in a hurry to secure our border, uh, we are in a mess today. And you have got a lot of people here that Biden and the Democrats have immorally and illegally uh, put up and they give them free room and board, take care of them. They have pre uh, medical, uh, just like this was a socialist country. They do this for one reason, because they want to get rid of the regular Americans and there's a lot of Blacks who would like to, there's a number of Blacks, too, that uh, they're the reverse of white supremacists. These are Black supremacists. And uh, I've ran across one today uh, that everybody was talking about, a number of them, and he wanted to make war and kill every white that they could find.
1: That is crazy. That's horrible to make those kind of statements. And, and to let betrayed.
0: him do this online is unconscionable. It is. And while they will, they went, they spared no expense to, uh, you know, stop Trump supporters, Trump, you know, even our podcasts, uh, our teaching podcasts were thrown out of uh, uh, YouTube. And uh,
1: they were banned.
0: Yeah, we were banned from YouTube, and it just, you know, of course I knew it, because I knew what uh, Twitter was, I mean, uh, YouTube was like from years ago, and this is in the early 2000s, I knew Twitter was like that, so I pulled away from it at that time, and then when I, uh, we started expanding our broadcast. Um, one of the people that took it also uh, sent it to YouTube and it started being listened to on there. But uh, the bottom line of it is is that uh, they, they targeted us and uh, they just took it off because they didn't want any Christian teaching on there. And so this, this is what happens when you get in a country that, that does that. And uh, it's not over yet. Uh, You still have uh, the major tech companies uh, that have control of the Internet right now. And uh, with everything, that the controls that Biden wants to put in, the Democrats, this is not good for America. America faces so many issues right now. But, uh, you know, this young lady is lucky to have been found, and there's a lot of them that isn't found. And there's a lot of these kids that are brought up uh, along with the crowds, <clears throat> and they wind up dead or raped or hurt or something. Uh, they're trafficking uh, these children into the United States and along the trails. Uh, and so this is unconscionable as well, and it's taken a heavy uh, human toll on, on everybody here. So t- take care of your kids. Watch. You know, that, that's the whole point. Don't let them just get online by themselves. Make sure you know what they're doing. And I've been online ever since the internet was founded practically. I was one of the first ones, our family was, Tower and I, to get involved in the internet at that time. And uh, shortly after that, American Online was available. So we we were there in the beginning, and we know what the difference is. And today we have more technology, but the Internet is far more dangerous today than it's ever been. And it is also amoral, uh, which means that it doesn't judge between right and wrong. Whatever you give it, it'll take and just classify it, but it won't make a judgment as to right and wrong unless a human being puts it in there. It is amoral. It doesn't care whether you're a a saint or the devil. So, pay attention. And we're moving on. Are you ready for this one?
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Breaking the veil into North Korea with the Gospel. This story comes to us via Mission Network News online. And it's the story of North Korea. The Voice of the Martyrs Korea is sharing the gospel with North Korean workers who are stuck abroad and currently unable to return home. Pre-COVID, North Korea would allow a few select of its citizens to travel outside the country work however on a podcast with the Voice of the Martyrs Canada um, VOM Korea Eric Foley explained North Korea has closed its borders since the beginning of the coronavirus they haven't allowed their workers to return that means that for three years now workers have been stuck in Mongolia China Southeast Asia and even Eastern Europe. Bad for them on the one hand, good for them for an eternal perspective because it has given us three years of time to share the gospel with them and do discipleship and evangelism. And uh, Voice of the Martyrs Korea radio broadcast are produced by North Korean underground university students. In the broadcast, students share scripture, both in its pure form and in North Korean-style dramas. And VOM Korea is seeing ministry growth and new gospel doors are open to reach North Koreans. Foley says many workers are at home, so they are more interested in listening to the Christian radio broadcast. We've had to add another radio broadcast in And the number of Bibles that we have distributed to North Koreans, wherever they're found, has doubled each year of the pandemic. When North Korean workers find new faith in Christ, they go home, they are able to reach their own people with the gospel. North Korean Human Rights Database every year does studies on human rights and religious freedom, gathering information from inside North Korea, from North Koreans abroad and from defectors. In the year 2000, they found that, for all intents and purposes, 0% of the North Koreans inside of North Korea had seen a Bible with their own eyes. It's actually like point zero 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 six percent at the time, Foley says. But as of December 2021, about 8% of North Koreans have seen seen a Bible with their own eyes that's a staggering number that's upward of 2 million in a country where to see a Bible with your own eyes is to court execution whether in country or abroad ask the Holy Spirit to continue moving among North Koreans pray for new North Korean believers to grow deep roots of faith before they potentially go home to reach others with the gospel I'm glad to hear that, Dana. That's exciting to see they've got people working in there and they're getting Bibles.
0: Yeah, you know, and and there has been workers, um, I'm trying to think the ministry that was doing it.
1: Open open doors? Yeah, that's
0: just what I was going to say, open doors. but uh, the ones that were doing it was uh, North Koreans who had escaped and they agreed and they wanted to go back and uh, minister to their people. So they were carrying supplies, you know, at great risk to themselves. Uh, and of course another thing is Bibles. across the the expanse now, I don't know all the routes they take but one of them was back into North Korea through China but if China catches them they'll send them back
1: yeah they repatriate them which is sad to me yeah
0: so you know that's one of the things that we have right now is that you do see doors opening, Tower.
1: You do, and that's exciting.
0: But when a door opens, you have to have faith and you've got to have guts. Amen. And uh, th- the people that do this know the risks. And in many cases, it can be death, especially in North Korea. So pray for the believers in Iran. I mean uh, North Korea. I said Iran because that's the next story I'm going to do. This comes from International Christian Concern Persecution dot org. And see, we we talked about Narkadani being released because, and that was something because um, that was a special early release. That the government did and we were glad to see it and they did release others with him and then we saw some others released as we read earlier now this one again is talking about uh, Iran and releasing two imprisoned Christian converts and uh, They have an annual tradition of pardoning prisoners during the anniversary of the 1979 Islamic Revolution in Iran. And, of course, um, Narkadani. I think that was two or three weeks ago, wasn't it, Tower?
1: I think last week we talked about Narkadani.
0: So, at any rate, he was a new one uh, over the same thing. And so, uh, Hadi Rami was released on February 20th. She spent, uh, or he spent a little over a year. And then Sahib Fadai was released on February 9th after spending five years in prison. Both men were imprisoned on charges of acting against national security. They organized house churches and promoting Zionist Christianity. Uh, Iran hates those, uh, you know, that Zionist Christianity. But the good thing of it is, is that, you know, there's a lot of people in Iran that, that do not like what's going on in Iran. And there's been protests in Iran, and they're still ongoing as we speak. Um, and a lot of people are watching those things. And uh, there, there's been a lot of people killed in Iran this year, and because they've been protesting Iranian, the way uh, Iran does things. And of course, just like uh, Narkadani, these men were in the Evan prison, which is notorious. It is nasty, it's filthy, they get persecuted there, and many other things. And uh, because they're converts uh, to Christianity from Islam, they're not recognized as Christians. And they don't have any freedom or protection in worship for their Christian faith. And so they are charged like propaganda against the state and, and violating uh, national security and things like that. And this is common. I've seen this in a lot of different arenas of persecution. And they will use that anything to puff up the charges and make them more serious than they really are. I mean, these people aren't a threat. If you'd leave them alone, they wouldn't get in trouble. They wouldn't be stealing or killing. But these people won't leave them alone. And, uh, you know, that's the thing we find. You know, and this is without exception globally. If you would leave the Christians alone, let them practice their faith, they will live in peace. It is not the Christians going around and committing jihad and attacking villages. It is the radical Muslims and also the radical Hindus. And when you get over in China, the ones that are causing the trouble is the government of China. And if you get to North Korea, it's the government of North Korea. So, you know, I mean, it's just like, if you get in America, when I was growing up, we had Christians everywhere. We had churches everywhere. You know, I was raised in a Methodist church. And Tower was in a in a church as well that she was raised in. And we lived our lives. We weren't going around doing anything. And people, you know for as long as I can remember, have always wanted to come to America because that's where they could come here and be at peace and serve their God. Because unlike others, we don't go around killing people of other faiths. But today in America, we have very big issues here. Dangerous issues. And we have people in this country that are Americans that open swear to kill other Americans. This is a dangerous country now. And it's like a fire fire keg, you know, like, like a firecracker and a gallon of gas, uh, gasoline, you know. It's just not good. But the one thing I noticed, though, Christians are getting out, Tower.
1: They are. Thank God. God is moving.
0: He is. And he's moving in America too. Yes. And so, you know, you just got to have faith and live every day as unto the Lord. And don't live in fear. You know, you, you're you're going to be stressed out, so you gotta learn to deal with that. And the Lord can give you peace. Now we're moving on to the Armenians and Assyrians. Now this comes from the Assyrian International News Agency. In southeastern Turkey, some major earthquakes hit there in February. Ninety percent of the homes were either collapsed or severely damaged.
1: That's sad, sad, sad.
0: Well, you know, and the thing of it is, a lot of their construction isn't as good as ours.
1: That's true.
0: And... You know, you have uh, Syria had some major earthquakes. And a lot of their issues were the building codes. And in Turkey, it was the building codes. And so, you know, the other issue was there's a lot of uh, these Assyrians that have left the area for safer places. And so, in this particular article, they were talking about people from both the communities. And th- it's in Turkey, they translated, but I can't pronounce it. So, there's two different uh, neighborhoods where the Armenians and the Assyrians resided. And so, this particular event, uh, 60, some 60 people both of those communities, were living in the neighborhoods where the where the quakes happened, and some of them lost their lives. And any of the survivors, most of them left the province. They got out of there. And they talked about different individual. There was. Uh, there was a family of four trapped under the rubble now that would be fun, wouldn't it? Under the rubble, and you have all your kids with you?
1: Oh, that's sad.
0: There was a couple that died under the rubble, and their and their child was pulled out of the rubble but he uh, he died, so it's sad stuff, yeah. So this is the Assyrian news agency listing some of, the, some of the deaths. And on the morning of the earthquake, when it happened, there was snowfall and freezing temperatures. And so if you're an earthquake survivor, you go back into your broken home and try to keep from freezing to death. So you'd have to go out and try to find some trees and brush, bring the stuff in and uh, light a fire. They've had a lot of trouble in these areas. Now there's one guy that I've seen in all this. He was a blacksmith. He's going to stay in the area. So there must be people outside of the area that he does business with. And this is a problem when you have these ethnic groups. You only have so many of you. And so war can drive you out, or like this, natural disasters can drive you out. And when you start, you know, people start losing their lives, you know, the amount of uh, Armenians or, or Syrians ain't around anymore. You know, it's no different uh, even in America. You know, America is not out of the loop. We got a lot of people coming here, but America is facing serious issues. And there's only so many Americans. And there's only so much America can take. And, And the people that are trying to destroy this country don't give up. We've been following this for many years. And, and when I read about the Armenians and the Assyrians, you know, we had room for them. I remember when Barack Obama was letting people in, but he wouldn't let any Christians in. Remember that tower? I do. They were all Muslim.
1: Yeah. But the Christians weren't allowed to seek refuge. Yeah. In America.
0: And we also know that all the illegals that are coming in here, uh, they're following a nice path to get up here. And uh, most of those have it all set up with supplies and water and food and making sure they're taking the right trails to get to America. Yeah, it's a steady stream tens of, well, it's in the millions that have come here now. Multiple millions.
1: You know, America's going to run out of room eventually.
0: Not only run out of room, the way things are going, if we go into a second Civil War, many of you are going to get killed. So I suggest you stay out. Yeah. You're coming up to your death. That's blunt. And I've been warning people of this for many years. We were covering about America, about what was coming, the Second Civil War, for many, 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 many years. This isn't new to us. We knew what was coming. I knew what was coming. That's only by the grace of God. Are you ready, Tower? I
1: don't know if I have time for this story.
0: What time is it? Well, you got ten minutes. This is... Uh...
1: Okay, maybe... Okay, this is about Victoria. The story comes to us from CBN News. And Victoria was delivered from darkness. She grew you up... You don't
0: have to read the whole thing I'm not. anyway. She okay. grew up
1: in a home where it was, her parents were violent. They were either drunk or high. And her father misused the Bible to justify his harsh brand of punishment and when she was five she started hearing voices and and um they were nice to her and treated her good and and she had would go into her own little world to and it would be a nice world where everything was good and she was being taken care of and loved on and and um Then when she got older, she got involved in witchcraft, and she started doing astral projection, which is her soul would, she would, her soul would leave her body.
0: That ain't good.
1: No, that is scary, because what if you can't come back, Dana?
0: Well, Sister Pat and I used to talk about that, and, uh, yeah.
1: She's she said her um, witchcraft became more to her than just play and she became more involved in it deeper and deeper and um, she felt like she had a lot of power and then she started taking opiates to make her feel better she became very dependent on them and one night she had a heated argument with her mother and started choking her and she said I don't know why I stopped choking her I just did and she just began to spiral further and further down she had several miscarriages bounced from place to place and the voices that once offered comfort now tormented her constantly they tried to get her to kill herself and um One night on the street with nowhere to go, she heard a voice and it said, go to church. And she broke down in tears and she went to this church and um, she told the devil that giving up is not an option. I'm not doing this anymore. And so in that moment, she felt that's when she destroyed her contract with him. And she reached the doorsteps of the church and... They the people helped her. She gave her life to the Lord, and and um, one thing she said. Um, I guess the church sent her to a woman a women's shelter, and she eventually landed at a retreat in Texas for victims of domestic abuse. abuse. There, her faith grew, and she gave birth to our healthy son Nehemiah, and she's now studying social work and living a full life with Christ at the center, and she said, I don't have to escape anything. When I have an issue, I run to God and I say, Lord, what do we need to do? She continued, I am saved, I am healed, I don't care about nothing else but what the Lord wanted me to do. It changed my life forever, and thank God he got a hold of that girl. Thank you, Lord.
0: You know, that's so true. It
1: could have turned out very bad
0: well you know the thing of it is is a problem with most people you know they just uh, they don't believe that God will answer or anything else
1: they just don't believe he exists or that he's there or if he is he's a far off God not concerned about the well being of people but that's a lie from the very pits of hell
0: but I've seen even in America a lot of people that mock God and they wait for him to answer
1: I've seen stories of people mocking God and within a in a few seconds even days they're dead That's scary.
0: Well, you know, we call that uh, don't tempt God. Now, God can't be tempted, but, uh, you know, people try. And, uh, you know, when you get a little pushy, boastful, and prideful, and nasty, yeah, because that's the last thing you want to do. because this country has problem with the fear of the Lord. They do. If they truly feared God they wouldn't love their abortion so much.
1: That's right.
0: They wouldn't be trying to establish a place to sacrifice you know babies that are aborted. Now this understand what they're doing it's not just an abortion but this is a process to kill a child that a woman has right away in abortion and they use it in a ceremony to honor Satan and they when they kill the baby they're sacrificing it to the devil directly now this is the worship of the devil and blood guilt and this is blasphemy this is uh blood guilt to the greatest extent and uh when you really start doing this in a temple setting uh, you might as well uh, kiss your butt goodbye including the country that allows it because judgment will find you. So uh, that was the news. As we look at it, we're about done. We got a few more minutes, but we covered the servant disciple, the Lord sets prisoners free, the missing teen. Uh, we covered North Korea, uh, Iran's pardon and releasing of Christians. We covered earthquakes forcing people to flee in Turkey, and Tara just uh, Tower just finished the one on a. Young lady delivered from uh, darkness, Satanism, witchcraft, etc. So, uh, Tower, we can get ready to sign off here.
1: Okay, good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us whenever you do. We're thankful for each and every one of you. We pray for you all. And may God bless you richly for all you do for Him. Thank you, and we love you. Good night everybody.
0: Don't forget to go by our websites at warndashusa.com, smithcom Listen to the shows, read the articles. Also, get go on over to danaglinnsmith.com and check out our bookstore over there and get check out uh, The Rising and Steel the Darkness from our Steel series. The newest book is The Rising and uh, that's the one that I recommend you pick up and read it because it, it has some things in it that you'll be glad you read. So check it out, get the book, read it, and then leave us a comment. Send us a comment uh, through our uh, contact page on our websites. Take care of yourselves. <clears throat> Take care of your family. Look to the Lord every day and trust Him. We're not through this yet, folks, and the devil hasn't won by any stretch. Just keep your eye on him, and his hand will be on you and your family. Shalom, everybody. Till next time, we'll see you.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of
0: Warn Radio.